we forgot to mention during the show, but if anyone would like to find the website, please go to gettingoldpod at gmail.com, where you could find us, email us, and find all the episodes that we have cataloged so far. Just human. And I'm getting old. Oh, oh. Just getting old. Just getting old. Just getting old. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of This Is Getting Old. I am your host, John, and with me today I have my co-host... Clark. Clark! How you doing today, sir? I guess I'll go by Clark. I mean, that sounds sounds fine, right? I mean, you're, I'm John Clark, but you're, you're John. You're, I mean, you're John. So I'll be Clark. Is that cool? I'm John uh, Mulligan, which is second chance, so I get a second chance, so I'm just going to say with John. That's cool. See it. I've always thought my name was kind of plain. Mulligan's cool. Give us three. You can tell any kind of story you want, whether it's true or false. Mulligan's pretty Irish. <laughs> Clark is just like, well, okay, cool. <laughs> You're a senator somewhere. Or, or, or an attorney who just does wills. You I know see what I mean? You're boring. You're, you're boring. You're boring. Um, or a realtor. I digress. Realtor. A realtor. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, this week we actually are joined by our fourth guest on the show. So I want everyone to please welcome Alex to the show. Alex, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Oh, good. <laughs> Don't be too nervous, Alex. <laughs> now, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, Alex was a little bit nervous to be doing this, but I think once she gets into the rhythm of everything, she'll be more comfortable with it. Right? Hopefully. <laughs> That or we got a really giggly episode going on today. <laughs> I guess today we are going to uh, start out with another topic, just like we did last week. Let's try something new today. Last time we did verses, so this time let's try to think of ranking. Let's do a little ranking game real quick. So, since probably 1989, we'll go from there. There's been Michael Keaton as Batman, and it goes all the way up from Val Kilmer to Clooney to uh, Bale to now Ben Affleck. My real question is, which one of them is most likely to kill you? Wait, but hold on. Before that's, that's awesome, number one. But let, are, are we talking about the actor or the Batman that the actor the, portrayed? The, the, the Batman they portrayed. Nice. Okay, because I feel like... Keaton, just in general, is, is crazy as crap. So, but um, you want me to go? I mean, me yeah, go, go ahead. Okay, skip me. Someone else go first. Because, only because I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm torn right now. I mean, Alex, what do you think? Probably Michael Keaton. Keaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know if it, if you've seen the the Keaton movies, but there's a legit moment where he's like, "Oh, I need to escape these guys," so he legit drops a bomb from his car, and the factory of all the bad guys blows up. I'll agree with you only because that's that's I get it. You're right, but if you've ever been attacked by athletic nipples, um, <laughs> it's probably probably pretty pretty bad. It'll cut you cut you to death. It'll oh, you mean Clo- you, to death. you mean Clooney's nipples, right? But did no? Did athletic did did he put the? Did, oh, was it Clooney? It was Clooney. It was right. Clooney. Affleck was the one that pummeled everyone's brains into the floor. He was the recent one. Yeah, yeah, I got you. He's but the yeah, one okay, Clooney's that, nipples. Clooney's nipples is my... Um, yes, okay. Yeah. Affleck was the one who uh, 
was shot in the back of the head, grabbed a knife from the guy, and then pinned him up against the wall and stabbed him through the shoulder. Wow. Yeah. Pretty graphic. <laughs> he felt no pain the whole time, too. Honestly, if I, if I had to rank it, I'd say Keen's more likely to kill anybody just because he just was so willy-nilly with it. Yeah. Um, and then I'd say probably Affleck. Then let's go. I think Bale's less likely to kill anybody. I think Bale was the one person who was all about they need to be arrested and you know put through the system. But he's still kind of. I mean, to me, I know you'll you'll go way back, but to me, he's he's probably the best Batman of my lifetime. Portrayal in a real life world, yeah, I, I'll go yeah. with Bale. No, I told you before, I really like the. Um, like the campy feeling of like the the Kil- Kilmer. I mean, and I was young when I mean it was like you know Batman Forever came out, and I was and I, I was just I don't know. I really liked it. Yeah. What, what what would you say is your favorite Batman movie you watched? Probably the newer one. So either like the Ben Affleck ones or uh, Christian Bale ones. Because Christian Bale had the Heath Ledger Joker, which everyone. When I ask people what's their favorite Batman movie, I always hear people say Dark Knight. And that's just because Ledger. Well, that's probably my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jim Carrey. I like him as a Again, that's me being, I was young, I really liked Jim Carrey at the time. If we ever talk about um, the stuff that happened behind those movies and everything, I'd love to talk about the fact that uh, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones hated each other. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's a tease for another podcast, all you listeners out yeah. there. I'll, 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 I'll say this. This is your teaser right here. There was a moment where they met each other in the dinner or at a restaurant before they filmed the movie. Jim Carrey went up to Tommy Lee Jones and said, Hey, man, it's great to be working with you. I'm really excited. And Tommy Lee Jones embraced him in a hug, then pulled him aside, looked at his shoulders and said... I just don't stand for your buffoonery. <laughs> buffoonery? Yes. Yeah. That's my favorite word of the week. I'm writing that down. So, okay. I, I, if we talk about that, I know that's one of the weird stuff that happened behind the scenes there. That's nice. See, you guys, they're going to anxiously await that, that podcast. That's right. Well, this week we are actually going to be diving into the concept of toy commercials. We are going to both divide between your traditional toy commercial and your the dreaded infomercial toys. Dreaded? Oh, I say dreaded because at the end of every infomercial you always heard with just the low payments of ten ninety nine for six times. <laughs> so you're paying like seventy dollars for I'm this awful stupid markers. That's 120 bucks. Holy crap. Yeah, I, I've heard the worst payments for those things. Why don't you uh, give us one of the first commercials that you looked up? And we're trying to go with stuff that you remember between the, the bad acting or the good acting in the commercial. I mean, it's a commercial, so it can't be great acting. And then okay, so for me, what the appeal was. Gotcha. So for me, when we d- discussed this topic... Um, I kind of went with the, first what what stood out to me, right? Yeah. And one of the first um, 
I guess you can call it the jingle that stood out was the Mr. Bucket jingle. And I know Mr. Bucket has um, has made a, a return, but they changed the song, and I know why. I know why they changed the jingle. Okay. Hey kids, but you can't catch me. Uh, Mr. Bucket, Mr. Bucket. But the balls won't pop out. Put the balls in my top, but I'll run around, bop them away, and pop them out of my mouth. Mr. Bucket from Milton Bradley, battery's not included. And then it goes on from there. But should I even keep going? I mean, it's, I'm Mr. Bucket. We're going to run. I'm Mr. Bucket. Bucket's a fun. And so in 1992, I was a little boy. And I was like, holy crap, what was that? I mean, the <laughs> game didn't even didn't even look that good, right? I mean, it's, you know, you're running like a five-foot radius you know, from this bucket that pops out these balls. And, like, it turns the balls out of, out of its mouth, right? And spits them in the floor. You got to scoop them up with a... I don't know, a little, little shovel deal. You know, so you have little kids running around playing the game. It looks like they're having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not a lot of, you can't really talk, you know, speak to the acting, or, you know, a lot. But that theme song, man, I, come on, I mean, you giggled a little bit just then. Actually, and the balls were colored, too. I'm not sure. Yes. It was so, like a yellow bucket with a face, right? It had like The face had like this O, this uppercase O that popped these balls out. So I actually bought one. No, it's called You're Mr. Kidding Bucket. Me. It's called Mr. Bucket. Um, I bought one last Christmas for Liam. A neighbor of mine had it. Game, I just thought it was kind of stupid. But then my kid was the person that just liked running around and were throwing balls everywhere. And I was like, oh, well, it's perfect. The game, the game does it for me. I don't have to run around and throw balls everywhere and make him chase it anymore. So that, I mean, that's what I the game for. itself. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I feel like when I was like, trying to get back in that 1992 kid mind, I don't think that I ever played the game. I ever played. It. I don't know anyone who owned it. What I do know is the theme song mentioned balls popping out of this guy's mouth. <laughs> and I, in '92, um, I know this is a PG. This is a family show, so I'm sorry it, it went this way. But that, like, that stood out. Um, to me, so that's I guess that's that's toy commercial number one. Um, I'd I mean, love to see the one you you purchased. I guess it's the newer version. We'll move over to Alex as well now. So Alex, do you have a commercial infomercial toy that you uh, remember fondly? I remember Tamagotchi. Oh, Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. Do you remember what it was about either like the commercial or anything that like? made you want to get a Tamagotchi? Well, basically just that it was like a digital pet that you could carry around anywhere you went. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the funny thing about the Tamagotchi was that once it died, because Tamagotchi, you had to feed it, bathe it, All the time. train it, like yeah. put it to bed. Once it died... It's Cuss? Um, You're gonna cut it out anyway. People, uh, they, they just let it go. They're like, oh, well, it's dead. I can't play with it anymore. There was a reset button on the back of the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's, uh, that's Mr. crazy. There you go, Clark. Oh, my God. See, okay, so that's the newer version. Yeah. Oh I mean, it still God. has that uppercase O, like, I mean, the balls fit in his mouth perfectly. <laughs> or, or it pop out of his mouth perfectly. But you had. Like the little shovels. Yeah. And it would scoop up the balls, and then you'd have to place it back into the top of his head. Oh what color is that one? This one's green. The colors were green, red, blue, no, the ball. and uh, the ball. 
That was blue. So it was green, red, blue, and yellow were the colors. Oh, gotcha. That was a blue ball, gotcha. And then each one had a little arm and a hand on top of the bucket. And it would literally rotate as it was moving. And it would be like that. And it would block you from trying to put the ball in. <laughs> and I think, I, I'm not even sure. I, I don't know if you just play until... Well, how does it even work? Well, what happens is, once it's on the ground, it's actually moving. Yeah, it moves around, and then the ball comes through this little slot here, and then it shoots out. And then oh, can you hold that, like, vertical, like, sideways so I can see the inside as it's moving? Oh, yeah. Hold on. There <laughs> we go. What a shooter. So you got that. That's that's for good podcasting, everybody. We're we're doing a visual little yeah. demonstration. We'll put the picture up on Facebook or, or the website or something. Yeah, I know they were really big around Christmas time again. I remember seeing the toys every. But yeah, Tamagotchi. I, I definitely remember. <laughs> I don't remember the commercials for it. I just remember I every single kid in school had one. Yeah, I know they came out with like colorful ones. Yeah, because Tamagotchi's. I think what do we say? Ninety. Since 2017, I think they sold 82 million. So they've sold 82 million. Units. 82 million. Do you know how much? How much did it cost? Was it like 10 bucks? Oh, or something? I don't remember. Oh, we did not look that one up. We were too That's busy looking bread, up man. another future topic that we were gonna bring up. 82. Oh my god. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> while doing a bunch of research, we found another one that really distracted us. So. Another toy. Oh yeah. Fourteen dollars. They're fourteen dollars. Oh, I mean, cause of, like, let's do simple math, cause that's where my brain is. If they were one dollar a piece, that's eighty-two million bucks in that stupid little thing. So, I mean, you do the math. That's a lot of bread. Oh, wait, maybe it was. Oh, good. It sounds it was right. Eighteen and ninety-seven. So ninety-seven. So I was, I was pretty good. Yeah. Nineteen ninety-seven is when they came out, and that's when they were about eighteen bucks. Um, oh my gosh. Someone as rich as crap off that. <laughs> I'm gonna jump into this next one here. I don't know if anybody remembers this, but they were called Sockum Boppers. Sockum Boppers, Sockum Boppers, more fun than a pillow fight. Blow them up, put your hand inside, get ready to have the time of your life. Sockum Boppers, more fun than a pillow. <laughs> and what they were was essentially they were just a piece of plastic that you blew air into. And then they were like a ginormous punching glove that you would, you know, playfully punch with people. And I remember the commercial for it of people just, you know, very delicately kind of playing with each other. And I remember not myself having one, but my neighbor. And we would just fill it up, put your hand inside the sock and bock them, and then you just jack somebody. Yeah, I'd be clear about my sister. <laughs> I think the like the slogan. I don't have it in front of me, but it was something like um, "more fun than a pillow fight." Oh, okay, and yeah, yeah, because you knocked the crap out of each other. It's a boxing glove. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a large boxing glove. Okay, so I was um, I was obsessed with the NES and then the SNES um, when I was a kid. My parents tell me so. I don't remember, but my parents tell me that I go to bed crying because my thumbs were hurting. Uh, <laughs> That's what they said. That they said. I don't know. They, they. I don't remember it. Maybe I blocked it out because it was so so terrible. But um, between 1990 and 1992, the uh, the Game Genie came out, and the Game Genie changed things for me. Um, I mean, 1992. You know, I was pretty young, but um, the Game Genie was uh, 
I think the the company was named was called Galoob, G A L O O B Galoob. Okay. Um, but the genie itself was it was perfectly named um, because it like granted your wishes, right? Like you played a game, you played Mario Brothers three, and you you plugged in you plugged it in, and this game genie, which is kind of like the in between um, between the console and the game. And you put in a code, and all of a sudden you had 99 lives, or you know, for example. Okay. Um, and the game genie was awesome. I could probably talk about around that era, like the Nintendo Power Glove came out, and the Nintendo Power Pad came out, and that kind of stuff. But the game genie had the best commercial. And that, you know, back to the topic, right? Gotcha. Um, so the commercial itself starts with these two like skater, surfer-looking middle school, high school kids. Um, Yo, video game dudes, talk to me. Excellent! This game genie from Kaloo, the awesome video game enhancer for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Attach it to most of your video games, like Double Dragon 2, Super Mario Bros. 3, and buckle up, cause you'll do what no video dude has done before. You can go to any level, get unlimited lives, live forever, like a video zombie. Excellent! You'll jump totally higher. Make your own effects. And Genie gives you more firepower. Go for it, Doomster. Go to any level, jump higher, stay bigger, live forever. Game Genie, the radical video game enhancer from Galoo. Um, super cheesy and it's really poorly done, but as a kid, I was like, I have got to have that. I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, I saw that happen and I was like, oh my God. Um, and at the end, the Genie is so powerful, like the TV literally explodes. As a kid, I was like, oh my gosh, that was, and you know, the, the the acting, the they had like fake Malibu surfer accents, and oh but it was terrible, man, it was, it was really bad, um, but you know. Like as bad as the Capri Sun uh, surfer guys? Probably, probably worse, actually, probably worse, now, it's hard to say, but I thought, I thought there was a genie inside the damn thing. <laughs> I've never seen Game Genie before. We just pulled it up. We've, I've never seen it. I've seen Game Sharks. I've seen cheat code stuff, but I've never seen a Game Genie. Alex, you're next. Do you remember the next uh, item that we were looking at? Uh, Furbies is one. What's that? Me up. It's my Furby. Furby loves you lavender. Tickle me. Furby, the first gigapet you oh. pet. Teach to say her name. Me, Noodle. Play games. Big Bab Boo. And love you back. Uh oh. Achoo. <laughs> Your Furby sneezed. Achoo. And gave mine a cold. Furby loves you, love and love. Me, love you. Freaking oh, Furby. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Furbies. <laughs> I, I, I gotta tell you, that was the creepiest toy ever. They were creepy, but they were like. How do you say? Like, really badly wanted. Oh yeah, they were the Christmas gift of the time. They were the Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I totally remember, because I remember the the stupid language. Like, I remember that commercial where it was just a Furby would come up and do ooh la la <laughs> and all that stupid crap that they yeah. would do. And honestly, it gave me a little bit of nightmares. Yeah, it reminded me too much of Gremlins. Yeah, it, it was like Gremlin. It was just yeah. See, I'm glad you said that because I was trying. I, was, I just pulled it back up and looking at the picture. And I'm like, what does that remind me of? And that's it. it. It's a Mogwai, man. Oh my god! So what was that? Ninety? 
was 90, so the mid 90s? It was like 98. I think we saw, saw it was 98. I thought it was older than that. It seemed like it was older than that, yeah. Yeah, I, I could have sworn it was like a... Again, because no, Gremlins 98. was so much older, so I just assumed it was taking off the Gremlins. It's supposed to resemble a hamster or owl. Oh crap. <laughs> Which it resembles, yeah, like both that they ate like that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ooze <laughs> and this weird voodoo thing, I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, I remember that uh, you brought this up to my no my attention. Uh, they were oh, no, slightly super in intelligent because yeah. they if they were around you enough, they could pick up your language a little bit, so they would start speaking English. And a lot of government intelligence uh, people refused to have them in their house because they were afraid they were being spied on. They probably were. I, honestly, I wouldn't doubt it, especially the new ones when they start, when they brought them back. Yeah, they, I think. Let me see. Because they, they brought, brought them back, back in like 2012. I was working in Target, or I. I think I was working at Target at the time when they came back, because I remember them being back on the shelves. Yeah. And, yeah, so it was definitely 2012. And I remember them coming back around Christmas time and being thinking to myself, they're smarter than they were. Oh, yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> they, let's see. They have party rockers. Yeah. Oh, God. Furby booms. Furblings. <laughs> Furblings? Like baby Furbies or something? I don't know. Furbacas. Like Chewbacca. Oh, dear God. <laughs> and then 2016 Furby Connect. Like Connect 4? It has a translucent plastic joystick on its head. Oh, God. <laughs> what the hell? And it's used to control games played with the Furblings in the app. Oh, my God. So they made video games for Furbies. That's, that's a haunting. Well, there you go. That's an awful thing. Yeah, I totally remember that commercial. I remember it. Everyone wanted it, and we actually pulled this up when it originally came out. I think it was around we said twenty-five or like thirty bucks. Um, I think they were thirty-five dollars, but then they started going up over like upwards of like three hundred. Yeah, you you know those moments, Clark, when people go, "Hey, my product is selling well. Maybe I should charge more." Yeah. Yeah. It went from thirty-five to about a hundred. And then all of a sudden, you could see some people selling them on eBay for three hundred dollars. Oh my god! I bet you. I bet if you look, and I, I, you know, I haven't, but I bet you could look for an original Furby now. It'd be thousands. Yeah, it's the, it's the uh, Beanie Babies of it, oh, of that kind of. Beanie, because Beanie Babies were. I love. Everyone's like, hey, thirty-five hundred dollars for the extra <laughs> special gold one. My grandma yeah. collected them. <laughs> but see, everybody, everybody was like, "Okay, you hang on to these. They'll be worth a lot of money in the in the thousand, two thousand. Hang on to them. They're gonna get like, you know, their value's gonna go way up. You make so much money. Nope. Twenty bucks. Google it right now. You can buy a Beanie Baby for like ten cents. It's the same problem with comic books in the nineties. As soon as they're like, hey. Superman's dying in this book. Superman, the death of Superman. Everyone went out and bought it. So guess what? When more people buy it, it's valued less. And everyone yeah. I know has a f***ing bagged and boarded Superman or Death of Superman and Superman Lives book somewhere in their house that collected comics. And it's not worth a dime. I knew a guy. This is totally a 
that side. But I knew a guy who had that very first Superman comic where he's like picking up a crush or something. Was his and name was like, Nicolas Cage? It was not Nicolas Cage. <laughs> that is, you should save that for another podcast. That'd be really cool. Do you recall the uh, Skip It? Yes. The Skip It, oh yeah. Hey now kids, come gather around. See what just skipped in the town. So skip it, skip it. Do run, do jump, do hop, hop. Skip it, skip it. Skipping and a screaming and a bop, bop, bop. But the very best thing of all, there's a counter on this ball. So try to beat your very best score. See if you can jump a whole lot more. Skip it, skip it. Come on everybody, skip it. Roaring good fun from Tiger Toy. The idea of a skip it was literally hopscotch in a way. Yeah. And what it was was a not a string but kind of like a wire, like a thick wire that came out. A ball was attached to the end of it and it had a counter on it and every time it went around it would count and it actually would, you know, you think you're doing better than somebody else cuz you're you know jumping over the ball as it's swinging around your ankle more and more. Legitimately, I remember the the commercial alone just being like, "It's got a counter attached to it," and I'm like, "You just can just count on your own, man. It's it's not that hard." The very best thing of all, there's a counter on this ball. Yes. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, yeah. Skip it, skip it. It was, it was like stuck in your head as a kid. Yeah, you had it to was, have to skip it. It was pretty bad. I remember it distinctly being something that a lot of girls purchased. Yeah. It seemed to be more directed towards girls. I played with it, my sister played with it, yeah. all my friends did. The guys I knew that played with it was more, um, like, in gyms when they would do, like, hula hoop stuff or, like, the weird athletic stuff that we would have to do during the PE class. Alex and I watched a video of adults today playing with Skip It. The idea is it was meant for kids, and when you see an adult play with it, it's way smaller. So yeah. it's just gonna smack you in the the leg constantly because you can't hurts. focus. <laughs> yeah, they're the razor scooters of Skip It. Oh <laughs> <Throw> my ankle! <laughs> but man, that original the original commercial, um, it's like these kids come running out of this building, like mm -hmm. like towards the you know the camera, like they come running out, and it's like what is, what are they running towards? And I have it pulled up right here, and I think there's like. Ten girls, maybe, and one guy. So even the commercial um, marketed towards towards women. Yeah, it, it definitely always seemed like it was marketed no. towards girls. And I think that's just because it reminded me a lot of Hopscotch or Jump Rope. So I think it was more aimed towards girls. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. So there you go. That's, 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 that's my second commercial item. All right, Clark. You want to close it up with your uh, with the last item? Wait a minute! I, I thought you were. I know. With, I'm just screwing with you. With the moon? Okay, you tell. Okay, whatever. Go, go. I will. I do another, but if you, I thought you had a real cool one. Oh no! We we we. I thought of one more, and uh, I don't know if Alex found another one that she wanted to talk about or anything like that. But I saw the moon bounce shoes. Wow. When you watch the commercial of the kids playing it, you're like, oh my gosh, this looks awesome. And then when you see one in real life, it's, it's legitimately a misshapen bucket with rubber bands going across it. 
and you would put your foot right in there and you'd strap your foot in and you literally could just sit there and bounce like, you know, in one little spot. But it was the idea is you're supposed to be putting all your weight down, jumping with the big bucket thing, and then jumping with yeah. it. You're like, you're on the moon, you're bouncing. It was the stupidest little toy I've ever seen. So you're telling me you couldn't jump, you couldn't jump like 10 feet off the ground and like float back down like you would on the moon? <laughs> you jumped probably about three inches, and then if you <laughs> landed just right, you were biffing it and hitting your face on the, on the concrete. Biffing it. Biffing it. <laughs> those, see, those, I remember, see, I wanted, I wanted those. They did such a good job, and, and I guess there were, I don't know, 40 TV channels, and they, I don't know. It was, I felt like I really wanted one of those really bad. Well, Never had one. I know a lot Never of had a pair. I know there was an episode of Rugrats where they had moon shoes and everything yeah. like that. And I think that's where my mind went straight to when I saw the commercial. I was like, oh, I want moon bounce shoes from Rugrats. That's awesome. And again, when I saw it, it's just a bucket. Hold, like, look one up on YouTube right now. It's legitimately just a bucket with rubber bands. <laughs> See, we could have, I bet they sold, you know, 200,000 units. Uh, and they're super rich. See, I always thought they were called moon boots. I'm looking up moon shoes now. The moon shoes are for children fitted with trampoline-like springs. They were billed as mini trampolines for your feet. Oh, and they were, okay, and they were part of merchandising effort by Nickelodeon. Yep. It all makes sense now. So the original, it was moon shoes, was back in the 70s, just so you're cl we're clear. And then the moon boot... Was the uh, well, was the seventies one, and then Moon Shoes was brought back by Nickelodeon. Gotcha. Since Very cool. Two thousand eleven, they have produced in Ukraine at the rate of seven hundred thousand per year. So, wow. Thank you, Ukrainians. <laughs> right. Honorable mentions. I saw weird stuff for like, remember blow pens? I don't remember those. Blow pens was a blow cap on the end of a, like a pen or a marker and you would just blow into it and you'd probably black out before you got done finishing your little stencil that you're trying to do but they oh, gave you little stencils yeah. and everything <laughs> another one that i remember was uh nickelodeon splat yeah or gack or anything like that those oh yeah those things that parents hated because they just stained your walls <laughs> <laughs> and, they and they did for sure. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Do you remember? Um, I got one one more honor, honorable mention. Do you remember the yak back? The yak. That sounds. The yak back. Hold on. Yak back. The yak back. It was like this little contraption where you can speak into it, and then there's like a, a recording device basically, mm -hmm. and you can play it back. But you would also make it go like in slow motion. Like slow, it was played like slow, um, and I had I had one of those. Um, look it up right now. Yeah, it's uh, they came in different shapes and colors, but there was this like small handheld size one, that, you know, back in the day, and it was like four, maybe two buttons. Like you record it, like you, I think the button said say on it, like you said what you had to say, and then you played it. And there's a thing on the side where you can slow it down. Um, Honorable mention. Look up the yak back if you've never never done that. Okay, it's loading. I I don't know how. That's the problem is I'm using Skype and internet and 
I think Synchronous is downloading at the same time, so it's I'm at a little bit of a standstill on the internet now. Did you tell her, like, can you just wait an hour? No. It's going to be four hours. She's now downloading it off of an iPad, so we're good. Um, honorable mention that Sam just brought to my attention, Light Brights. Uh, light Bright, Light Bright, yeah. Yeah, Light Bright was... Honestly, I remember only, like, a, two people in my lifetime have ever owned those things. Do you I have had one? one. You had one? Yeah. Was it... What about a light bulb that was plugged into it that would cause it to light up? I don't remember really. Um, I think I think it was. Yeah, there little like pieces that you plugged into the light. They were different colors. So it's like putting like a different cover yeah. color over a light bulb, and they would just shine that color. It's like little pads. Yeah, like these little like push pan like like bills, and you had this this. Um, the sheet that was like had a, little, a bunch of holes in it, and you had these stencils that went on top of them, like paper. And you basically traced like a snowman, and you put whatever color you wanted wherever, and um, you had like a little snowman scene. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I've only saw like one of my friends from uh, Minnesota, and we would visit them occasionally. They had one, and then I think one of my cousins had one. Those were just some of the little honorable mentions that we remember. Don't really remember the commercials as much, yeah, I but I totally either. remember the toys. We're gonna start wrapping it up a little bit, and uh, the new tradition of the show that we've been uh, pushing is trying to get a little bit of a anger, a little bit resentment out. So, uh, just a little curi curious, little question for you, Clark. What's been grinding your gears? Well, it's changed recently because of a date rape drug that was on <laughs> kids' toys. That's kind of grounded my gears right now. I don't, I don't know. Um, sorry, I'm taken uh, taken aback by that. That that's crazy, man. Did you know if they like settled and all that kind of stuff? Like, what what came of that? No, I don't. We found a video that it was like top ten most recalled toys. Yeah. And actually, again, honorable mention. I can't believe I forgot to bring this up. Uh, Yo-Yo Ball was on there, and everyone's like, it's just a Yo-Yo Ball. I'm like, no, it comes back to you. So for the kids that are doing around the world and everything, that like no matter what, came it came back, back and hit you. <laughs> Right in the face. Hard knocks off no teeth or something. But yeah, we found a video. It had 10 different uh, toys that were recalled, and that was one of them. Okay, let me give you a real grind in my gears. I don't know if you're going to cut that out or not, but it was a real grind in my gears. I, um, the last week, I work, I work, I'm a budget analyst by trade, right? Um, and uh, everyone's been out of the office but me. And so when everyone plans their vacation at the same time, it really sucks because one person is, it all falls on that person, and it's been really terrible. So I hope to not listen to this. I hope they are listening to this podcast in a way because we need the viewers, but or the listeners. But I hope they're not listening. But that sucked, guys. Screw y'all. I love you. But I have a similar theme to your grinding gears because um, mine also involves work. Because about two months ago. I trained a new employee, and as you mentioned a couple weeks ago in an episode, I am a milkman. I deliver milk to people's homes for a living. And there was a, a young lady that I trained to work with us and seemed to pick it up really easily, drive the vehicles no problem. She encountered the customers and dealt with them in an appropriate manner, and it was good. And she told me, 
uh, she has a child, it would be easier for her to work at nights because um, she, uh, when she's at school, she can be home and go to bed and then wake up when she comes home. So it would be perfect for her. In the last week, I found out she no longer works here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's what? really weird. She seemed really eager to do this job. And then I asked the next, my boss the next day and I said, hey, I found out she doesn't work here. Did she quit? And he's like, oh no, she got fired. She no called, no showed twice. And she showed up late three times, which you can't do that, especially in the first month or two that you've been working here. Right. It also makes me look bad because I said, absolutely, she was great. Great recommendation. You signed off on her. Signed off. Drives me nuts and it makes me look bad. And I hate that. That's what grinds my gears. Wow. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Alex, yeah, y'all can't see on the you can't see on the podcast, but he's so he's so mad right now. He's just <laughs> shaking. His face got red, like red is purple, and he was just shaking. You can't you can't tell, but I it, that's both true and not true. <laughs> purple, no. Shaking, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, Alex, do you have anything that's been grinding gears lately? Not really. Customers that you. Uh, don't like the interaction with your business, or <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, but not really right now. No, I think I'm okay right now. I'm a pretty happy camper. That's good. We need somebody to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Please, somebody. Well, uh, I guess that's basically the wrap-up cue. So for everybody listening now, thank you very much. Uh, before I go into any of the social medias or shoutouts or anything like that, if anybody would like to send in one of their grinding the gears, what's what's been grinding their gears, I'll read it out on the show for you. So just send it into our email at gettingoldpod at gmail.com. We also have the Facebook group at This Is Getting Old. Just add us to add the group and you can post on there. Uh, give us ideas for future episodes. If you'd like to guest on an episode, we are now on our fourth person now with Alex. So, you know, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, is there any uh, social media or anything that you like to uh, put out there? Uh, if you guys want to check out Allie's Be Free Boutique, it's on Facebook and Etsy. All right. I can actually post that on the uh, Facebook group if anybody wants to look that up. Anything else or Instagram or anything like that? No, not in, Well, it's on Instagram, but there's not a lot Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I have my Instagram at Mulligan Epilogue. Uh, if you want to uh, follow me. More followers means I'll post more. How about that? Um, Clark, you got anything for us? Don't look for me at all. No? 